How y'all feeling? We're back with another episode of the Real Table Podcast with Michael Carter, and I'm glad to be back. It's been um, it's been a quiet week for me. Not much um, as far as like new movies. Not a lot going on right there on that front. I think I said in the last episode that there was going to be a little bit of a drop-off heading into August. And there was a few movies, maybe, that were worth checking out. There is a new a new horror movie that I didn't see a lot of promotion about, but I've been told by a couple friends of mine that it's pretty, it's pretty good. Um, so I might check that out down the road, but pretty quiet on the on the movie front as far as releases go um news the writers and the directors are still on strike and honestly not sure when that's gonna end um yeah it's rough it's been a hundred days i believe for the writers and i think it's definitely less than that for the directors but the writers are hitting a hundred days now on the strike and it's it's crazy three months shut down everything in hollywood is shut down everything so um, think about that latest season you're waiting on for a particular show buckle up you're not getting it for a minute right your fall uh, slate of shows that you're looking forward to watching you're not going to be watching this fall Um, maybe reruns but nothing is going on so there's nothing new um, coming coming out on TV um, and this fall I mean we're still getting some new movies because there are some movies that have finished production and that have finished production for a while now um, and so now yeah it's just it's weird like we're still getting new content some of it but there's some there's some things that we're not going to get new content on and the waiting game is we've been playing a waiting game for not even 100 days, probably a little, maybe 80, 70, 80 days, something like that, ever since the directors went on strike. So it's been a little quiet and, you know, it's kind of rough and it's unfortunate, but we keep living and hoping that the studios will meet these directors and meet these writers at the table and say, hey, you know, we're ready to listen and we're, we're ready to give you guys a fair deal. Um, Billy Porter. Uh, he's a he's a famous actor. Uh, he's on Broadway. He's a singer. Um, he recently said that he had to sell his house, which is kind of crazy. Um, he said he had to sell his house because because of how people are being paid. He lives paycheck to paycheck, right? And so he's supposed to be starring in some stuff that's coming out this fall and that is not happening anymore so now like again he's living paycheck to paycheck um so he has to sell his house um and he said he'll be he'll be on the picket line soon so it's kind of crazy how this how this strike has like i don't know you just see things a little bit differently you know you always you've always thought and you've always knew that corporations just work differently and that things are a business, right? If things are making money, if things don't meet 
their needs. Um, they have a different reaction to it, right? They have a different response. And so I think what the actors, what the writers are asking for is not far-fetched. Um, and it's not outlandish when you consider like there's no contracts and there's no agreements for streaming. So things get a little skewed, right? So it's like, okay, you know, your show's on streaming or your show's on cable too. Should you be probably making more money and be seeing a little bit more money from streaming, you know, from the things that are going on? Like you think about The Bear, a big show right now that's on Hulu. And, you know, I remember the writer, I think he was the writer, the writer of the show. He was like, you know, he doesn't see a lot of money for the work that he'd done with that show. And that show, season two came out. It was probably the most viewed show, might be the most viewed show, streaming show of the year. Might be. I don't know. I may be reaching. At least maybe on Hulu. Um, And that show has, you know, the response for that show is just amazing everybody has loved the show obviously people don't oh, not everybody likes the show not everybody cares for it and that's okay that's just what it, what it is but like it's been well received it's a big show and so he's saying he doesn't see enough money from it and it's just you know you just go you just run that thin line where it's like okay why are we not paying the people that are making these other people more rich right so it's crazy hollywood is still shut down and i think it's gonna be shut down for a while i don't know i'm hoping that the that the studios get out of their way because the longer we stay shut down and it's funny because some of these corporations some of these ceos have come out and said you know um we're doing good financially um we're saving money, like CEO of Warner Brothers. We're saving money, and it's so good. You know, he didn't say it's so good, but he we're saving money. You know that this shutdown has happened, and I'm like, sir, you lost two. You probably lost more than two hundred mil, but you lost so much money from the Flash movie. I mean, yeah, you're glad you're saving money, but let's be honest, you lost a lot of money. Two hundred mil plus on a movie, you didn't even make your budget back. Your movie was sent to streaming not even a month after, right? So it's like when people make those type of comments, it's like, what are we doing, right? Bob Iger making those comments. I mentioned that in the episode a few days ago, not a few days ago, a few weeks ago. He's making those comments. I'm like, Bob, your movies have been flopping. Nobody's watching The Hunter Mansion, which came out two weeks ago, last week, something like that. Nobody's watching that movie. You luckily are making money back from Elemento, which, by the way, I'm happy for. Um, it's become a hit, so I'm, I'm super happy that Elemento has made some, have made not even just some money. Let me quit playing. Elemento has made a lot of money back, y'all, and it's become a hit. Um, let's see. Forty-four point four million. No, it stumbled to a debut of twenty-one point five million domestically and forty-four point five million globally. Um, two two months later, it's now climbed to one hundred forty-eight million 
and 425 million worldwide, five times its initial ticket sales, which, I mean, it usually doesn't happen for movies like that. Like once it starts kind of bad for a movie, it just stays kind of bad, especially for original movie. You're not going to see it just, you know, get it together like that. It's just not. Um, and that's not really what happened for Lamento. It's just a steady, steady climb. So, um, yeah, it, it might make close to 400 million. It's, it's I mean, considering, again, we're going to enter a steady season in August where people are just going to be looking for things to see. I think that'll be a movie that people are going to be looking looking to. And then considering streaming is coming for this movie, eventually people are going to um, jump on that and see what the what the buzz is about. But yeah, I don't know. These these CEOs need to they need to get together. They need to get their heads out of that space that I won't say on here. You know what I'm talking about. And they need to just be real with themselves. Be real. All right, so like I said, didn't go see a new movie this weekend. Really wasn't, I mean, besides Talk to Me, which I kind of just found out about. Um, didn't see anything this weekend. So today, we're going to do a mid-year uh, list. So the best movies of 2023 so far, as we are, I think we're basically past the halfway point, but I haven't done this yet, especially on here, so... I'm going to break down my list and we're going to do top, top 10. Now, there are some movies, I know a lot of people think I see a lot of movies and I do, um, but there are some movies that I just haven't seen yet. Like I just haven't gotten to because life is crazy and I've missed it and it didn't get the run, like a long run, like a big movie did, or I didn't catch it the first weekend, like a big movie. Um, so there are some movies that are on my list or that are not on my list that probably could make the top 10. And also there's so many more movies that have yet to be released that I think could possibly make the top 10. Um, yeah, let's break it down. Let's start it with my, my top 10. We're going to go from number 10 and we're going to work our way up. So starting with number 10, I got the super Mario bros movie which I thought was a super fun movie. Um, it brought back the nostalgia. It made me, it reminded me of the video games, right? And it was just fun to see those characters portrayed in a movie. We, we haven't seen that. We've only seen them um, through the video games, through consoles, right? But we've never seen them on the big screen like this. And it was, it was super duper cool to see it. Um, so the Super Mario Bros., was you know it was my number 10 i wasn't gonna put it in the top five ain't no way um one of my biggest flaws of the movie is that the story feels flat and a lot of stuff is rushed right um and it, it doesn't have a lot of the word i'm looking for it doesn't have a lot of substance for its story right it, it compared to these other animated movies i would argue it doesn't have a lot of substance so therefore, for now, it's at number 10. I guarantee you with my whole heart, I promise you, it it won't make the top 10 by the end of the year. Maybe top 20. Maybe top 20. We'll see. I don't know. Um, but 
Super Mario Bros. was a fun movie. It was, you know, it was delightful. It hit the right notes that it needed to hit. So it sits at number 10. Even though, you know, there's some flaws with it. It'll sit at number 10 for now. Number nine. Um, was just talking about this movie not too long ago. Elemento takes place, I mean, takes uh, the ninth spot. And yeah, it's a really good movie. Now, this is a movie where when you look at it compared to Super Mario Bros., it gives more substance for its plot. Um, that the characters, the character growth, um, the story, where the story goes, the meaning behind, like all of the story and what it is, what it is and what it actually just means, um, weighs a lot more than Super Mario Bros. movie. Um, it was, it was, you know, it's one of those movies where it's one of those Pixar movies where it's like, it's not Pixar's best movie. I think that's always been the conversation. Is it Pixar's best? Is it Pixar's best? Does it hold a candle to Monsters, Inc., to Up, to Toy Toy Story movies, particularly probably Toy Story 2, probably even argue Toy Story 3? Um, You know, does it hold a, you know, does it have a fight? Does it have any conversation or should it be any conversation with those movies? And I don't think so. I think it is good, though. I think it is really good. It's it's it it has a charm that does remind you of old Pixar in a way, right? I don't think it it it's to those. I don't think it holds. It should be any conversation with those movies, but it is still good, and I enjoyed it, and I thought it's definitely one of the best movies of the year so far. Um, even with the slow box office production, and now it's getting better and it's growing, and more and more people are going to be able to see it. So. If you haven't seen a movie yet and you want to go see a movie, I think it's still in theaters. I can't remember. Go see Elemental. And if not, wait for streaming. It'll be on Disney Plus and catch that. Check that out. So that's at number nine. Number eight is going to be. I might rub some people the wrong way. <laughs> I I just right now, I got to rewatch it again. But right now, it's just not a top five movie for me. Um, And that's Barbie. Barbie sits at number eight yeah i don't know i gotta watch it again there's still a lot that i've taken away from the movie that i go wow it's a solid movie and it's good and it has a lot to say um and it's ambitious and it's creative and it's original even though it's taking a name from an existing product right it's it's you know it's it's original in its own way and that's still though that isn't enough for me to look at all the movies that i've seen this year and go oh this is outright better than those movies. I don't think so. Not yet. Another watch is going to be in session for that movie. And it'll be interesting to see when award season rolls around too, how that movie plays out because of the, the hype and because of just how the reception from those movies is going to be interesting to see if the Academy is going to give that movie any love whatsoever. Um, and to see, you know, right now we're in a strike no actors are strike. I mean, no actors are out there. Um, no actors are going to be out promoting their movies, at least for now. That's what it's looking like. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see without promotion if this movie could. I'm not, I don't think the movie the movie needs uh, Margot 
or uh, Ryan Gosling to promote it or any of its actors and actresses. I don't think they need it. The only one I'd say is America Ferrera. Um, um, but yeah, Barbie just sits at eight. Since my last viewing, I remember how flawed and how, yeah, I don't know, how flawed I felt the movie was and how messy I thought at times it was. So if right now it sits at eight. I need another viewing. Even though I respect it, I think it can move up. I think it has all the potential to move up with the second viewing. So Barbie sits at number eight. Um, Yeah. Number seven is... Mutant Mayhem, the Ninja Turtles movie. Number seven. It's nostalgia for me. Maybe there's a little bias because I love the Ninja Turtles and because I grew up with it. But Ninja Turtles was a heck of a movie. Um, a great coming-of-age tale um, that tells the story of these, of this, of these characters a little bit differently. Um, and the animation style also carries this movie a little bit further um than say the other animated movies and this is also another another discussion when thinking about the animated movies and thinking about super mario bros and elemental and non-ninja turtles it's like okay can these movies get those nominations i think they each of these movies will get the nominations i think i have a great idea which movie is going to win and it's not three of them you know which movie I'm talking about. And if you don't, well, you still will. Um, but those three, it's going to be interesting to see those nominations and how those movies do during award season. Um, but Ninja Turtles is a great coming-of-age tale, coming-of-age film that it's it's just great. It, the story the story is, is, is well done. Again, it's another one of those movies where you look at the Super Mario Bros. and you go, they tell a better story, right? They just tell a better story. Um, and so that sits at number seven for me. Nostalgia um, is super heavy on that one. But I think that I think that movie, these two, this and Barbie, could be a lock in my top ten. I don't know if they drop. Elemental could drop. Mario Brothers are for sure dropping. Um, number six is Air. Is Air the Ben Affleck directed movie about the making of the Air Jordan shoe, and that's another one of those movies. It's a feel good movie, right? You know the story. You kind of well, you kind of know that this that you know Michael ends up signing with uh, Nike. You know this. This is not rocket science. I mean, it's Spoilers have been out for years now, but um, to just to see it unfold, just to see um, these characters and what they go through to try to get this guy, to try to sign this guy who wants nothing to do with Nike, to see that all play out, it's just one of those feel-good movies of the year, and you know, the more that I sit and just think about the movie, I think it's one of those movies that... It has to stay in my top 10. It's too feel good. It's too, uh, you know, it's too, uh, the story is too good. It's, the acting is too great. It's funny. It hits all the right notes. Um, when looking at a movie, 
that's kind of like based on a true story. And we see a lot of those movies nowadays, right? And it's kind of dried out. Like it's kind of, I'm kind of over it, kind of a little bit exhausted about it. But Air does everything that it needs to do and does it well, right? So for that, it sits at my number six. Um, I could see it dropping, even though it is one of those movies where it's, it's a, just a feel-good movie and it's a winner. It's a winner. Um, ben Affleck directs a, a great movie. Um, but like I said, I think this is, you know, I'll have to rewatch some of these, but I think it will sit for sure in my top 10 as the year progresses, as the years goes on. Not sure if it will remain at six, if it moves up or if it moves down. Um, that'll be interesting to see. But Air will be in my top 10. I think that that is a seven through 10 are are those are movies are easily can easily be moved right 10 super mario bros is for sure going to be one of those movies where i could see it moving out of my top 10 um seven eight and nine could go either way i think it's some of them stay we'll see six is so i think it's a for sure right it's for sure um in my top 10 um next is john wick chapter four um john wick chapter four one of the best action films of the year um it's better than uh, I, I love mission impossible and oddly enough like i'm sitting here just thinking about my list mission impossible um mission impossible did not make my did not make my top 10 right now that's <laughs> that's weird and it's not like me if you know me i love mission impossible it didn't make my top 10 i think that'll change um even though it was really good but john wick chapter 4 was the best action movie of the year i think as far as action goes and as to keep the movie going to keep the 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 viewer into it i think john wick outdoes mission impossible um and then um as far as story goes i think mission impossible is a little better um but john wick chapter four makes my, makes my number five slot it's just one of those movies where you just need um it's not a feel good but it's a movie where it's like oh i just need to see some action you just need some to see some butt kicking i need to see something really cool or just really um I think outlandish is a good word. <laughs> Some of those scenes are outlandish. But then, uh, you know, I need something that makes me want to run through a wall. That's your movie. John Wick Chapter 4. Fantastic movie. And it makes my top five. Um, now, I think that one, along with Air, are locked for the top ten. Those two could shift. Um, those two could shift. Thinking about also thinking about like Mission Impossible. Now when I reevaluate, it'll go on the list. Maybe that's where Super Mario Bros. gets kicked out. 
I'm processing. I'm processing live. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think those two are locked for top 10 for sure. But I think those two spots could be flexed. The five and six, you can not flex, but those two movies could, could move into different. They can move somewhere within the top 10. I don't think they go up up farther than four. I mean, up above four, like John Wick, I don't think will be my top four movie of the year. Air won't be my top four movie of the year. Air could be top five when it's all said and done. Um, but it will for sure be top 10. Um, but I don't know. But John Wick Chapter 4. Um, a visually pleasing action-packed movie. Loved it. Number four. Um, Guardians and Galaxy. Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. I said in the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. Uh, I, I, before, before recording this, I went back and forth between this one and my third one. Um, and my third movie, I, I flipped those two back and forth, and I kind of sat with it. Um, this could be, it could be three or four. It could be three or four. It's an emotional... Um, Emotional farewell to the characters that I've known <laughs> and that audiences have known for a long time, um, you know, through this past decade. Um, the first Guardians came out in, let me see, Guardians, Guardians 1 came out 2014, so yeah, no, almost a decade, almost 10 years. Uh, the audiences have gotten to know these characters and, you know, now this is just like a farewell and it was an emotional farewell. Um, and these characters were beautifully, um, were given beautifully great, I should say, endings, quote unquote, in this chapter. I don't know if we'll see them again. Who knows? But. It is one of the great highlights of the MCU um, in the past two years. Like, since the release of Black Widow, this is easily probably top three, maybe top two. Maybe it's the best um, movie to come out of the MCU post-Avengers Endgame. Um, it's heartfelt, and it's beautiful, and it's emotional, and it's raw. And James Gunn does probably his best work in this movie. Um so, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, at my number 4, could be number 3. I don't know, we'll see how it plays out. By the way, the movie is on Disney+, Plus, so if you haven't seen it and you're like, I'm going to check this out, that's another. That's a movie that you can check out on Disney+. Plus. Oh, and I think Air is on Amazon Prime. So if you haven't seen Air, that's Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Jason Sudeikis, no, not Jason Sudeikis, uh... That one actor's name. Um, Bateman? Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. Um, so, yeah, if you're looking for... Uh, those are two movies right there that you can watch instantly. Um, whenever you can. So, yeah, number four, Guardians of the Galaxy, volume three. Number three, 
Um, I love this movie a lot after I saw it. It's on Hulu. It's a Hulu original. And it's called Rye Lane. Rye Lane. That's Rye with an R, Lane. Um, and it's about uh, it's about a, uh, two people that fall in love in a course of a day. They have this eventful day in South London, and they fall in love, right? They fall in love, and it is, uh, it's one of the, um, fun is not the right word. It, it, it's, it's charming, right? It's charming. You, you get the same tropes of romance. You get it. You know what's going to happen. You you see it. But it's the way that it's done. It's how this movie embraces. There's a weirdness to it. There's a weirdness to some of the shots and some of the moments. Um, but Rye Lane is so good. And it, it's my number three. So that and Guardians could shift. Those two could flip if I wanted to. But Rye Lane, it's, it's, it's a great movie. It's on Hulu. Um, so that's another movie if you just... For an instant watch, you can do it. Um, now we're getting to top two. Um, some of you might know where this is going. It's probably not rocket science. But top two ain't super duper hard. For number two, we're going to go Oppenheimer. Um, Christopher no- might be Christopher Nolan's best movie. And if not his best movie, it is some of his best work. Easily a top three Christopher Nolan movie. Easily. Um, um, Killian Murphy um, transformed into the role of Robert J. Oppenheimer and he gives uh, a performance of a lifetime and I think Christopher Nolan also he directs his butt off directs his butt off with a big big task this movie is not just it's not anything small it's it's a big movie and Nolan directs it and he directs it well to me um with a stunning score by Ludwig Gronson. Oppenheimer is it's number two of the year for me. And I need to go see it again. Just don't know when. Um, three hours is a big, big undertaking, but I'll see it again. I will. And my top movie. Again. No brainer. Number one. And I'm going to be honest. Y'all know it. I've been saying it. It's going to take a lot. It's going to take a really, really good movie. Oppenheimer was there. Oppenheimer might be the closest thing so far that could knock my number one out. But I don't know. I'm so in love with my number one that I'm like, man, the next movie I see has to capture that for me. Has to be really, really good in order for me to put it at number one. And so my number one movie so far is, of course, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Can be no other movie but that one. And yeah, I've talked about this movie a lot. Um, It always finds its way into my episodes here on The Real Table, but... Across the Spider-Verse is, is just great. It's it's a work of art. It it elevates the first film. It takes it higher. 
Um, it's not just a, a superhero movie, right? It's not just a Spider-Man movie. It's a movie about purpose. It's a movie about what it means to step into your purpose, right? Um, and so that movie really captures that essence a lot. The animation is stellar off the charts. Um, the voice actors are stellar. Um, this is one of those movies where I think it's really cool. And I think, you know, I think the Ninja, Ninja Turtles and Super Mario Bros. I put that in that conversation too. The voice acting was pretty good in, the, in these movies. There have been conversations for a while about some of these bigger animated movies from these studios that hire A-list actors to voice act in these movies. And sometimes, um, I don't want to say sometimes, I feel like most of the time, most of the time it doesn't pay off. Most of the time it feels lazy, right? I can't think of anything off the top of my head. But sometimes when you do get A-list actors and actresses to portray these parts, it's like, oh, I, I hear that person. It's exactly that person. It feels like a lazy casting, right? Um, or this one, or not even this one, these three movies, I felt like, wow. Like they cast it really well and the voice acting really came through and it hit and it was like, you know, I can definitely hear essences of Chris uh Chris Pratt as Mario and Mario. I can hear him, but it wasn't it wasn't big enough for me to go, oh crap, that's Chris Pratt. Like why is Chris Pratt being Chris Pratt? Like you can it, it feels like it was different. It feels like he was trying to capture something completely different um than just being himself, right? Um and these movies do exactly that. Um so the voice acting in some of these animated movies have been great. Um, and these three in particular, but that's my top 10 so far. Again, I think there's going to be some shifting happen and I can't wait as we keep going to the end of the year. Can't wait to see where I shift, where I move, um, with these rankings. Um, yeah. And there are plenty of movies that I still need to see. Um, there's some movies that I haven't got to that I will get to eventually. Um, Maybe that'll be my job for this month. Catch up on some of those movies and talk about them. Um, but yeah, that's my top ten so far this year. Uh I'm, you know, I'm really curious to see which ones remain where they do. I'm not sure Spider Spider Verse will shift. If it does, if it does, because never say never. If it does, I could see it shifting a spot or two. A spot or two. That's it. You know. That's, I'd be really surprised if it does, if it shifts more than that. Um, Yeah, the slate for the rest of this year is really, really stacked. And fingers crossed that Hollywood doesn't get antsy and decides to move these movies. Um, Dune 2, Dune Part 2. I know some of you weren't a fan of the first one. Go watch it. Go rewatch it. Get ready. The next one, I think, is going to be more amped. It's going to be a lot, lot to unpack in Dune.
um, part two. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, Martin Scorsese movie, um, about the Osage County um, murders. Osage County? Okay, Osage County. Um, Osage, Osage Native American tribe. Yeah, Osage County. Yes, 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 yes. That comes out this year, October, I believe. October, Martin Scorsese, Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, Robert Nero, Jesse Plemons, Brendan Fraser. It's going to be a fire movie, y'all. Um, and that movie's clocking in dang near three hours and 26 minutes. Hold up. Three hours and 26 minutes is a lot. But Martin Scorsese, Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, Jesse Plemons, Brendan Fraser. And that movie, that movie has already been released. Not released, excuse me. It's been shown already. And the reviews are, they're off the charts. So, that's a big one to be watching for. Um, Bradley Cooper's coming back. Um, he's directed and starring in the movie based off of Leonard Bernstein. I think it's called Maestro. I think that's what it's called. But the name, I think they at one point wanted to change it. But I think it's remaining Maestro. Uh, Leonard Bernstein uh, that comes out sometime this year I don't know there's not a date for it I think it's supposed to be premiere though at a festival we'll see I'm not sure Um, there's another movie The Creator The Creator that stars John David Washington it looks like a sci-fi action Packed, I shouldn't say adventure, but it looks pretty, pretty crazy. Um, directed by Gareth Edwards. Um, and it looks it looks pretty incredible. If you haven't seen that movie or the trailer movie, go check that out. Um I don't think there's anything else that's knocking on my door right now for the actually. I think there is. There's a few other movies that I haven't seen. That are supposed to come out that hasn't released. Wish. That might be the last one. I think Wish. Disney's Wish. Um, it's a movie that's going to blend 2D and 3D animation. And it's Disney's big film to celebrate their anniversary. I think in 100 years. 100 years of Disney. Um, so that's supposed to be coming out. And that's at the end of the year, I believe. I want to say. Oof. Something tells me holiday season. Disney likes to take on that holiday season date. Uh, let's see. It's expect it November 22nd. So, yeah, near the holiday, probably after Thanksgiving. Chris Pine's supposed to be the villain, the voice of villain. Uh, Ariana DeBose plays the main uh, main character. So I'm excited to see what they do with that one. Um, I think there's more movies that I'm looking forward to, but that, that that's on the top of my list. Those are at the top of my list. Um, yeah. I also, I, I want to start doing TV shows, y'all. I know we're all about movies, but like, I just started a new, new TV show, and I'm, I think I'll do an episode on it. We just started it. It's called Only Murders in the Building. 
It's a hit show. Uh, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. If you know it, you know that movie is that movie. That show is great. It is comedy. It is, uh, you know, it's kind of thrilling, but in a goofy way. It's not super serious, but it's it's comedic and it's a fun murder mystery uh, drama. I think we're gonna talk about that on this. And I think we're gonna talk about multiple shows. Um going forward and that might mean multiple episodes which means content's gonna go up a little bit which is fine i think um i I love the idea of everybody being able to listen to content when they can listen to it at their own pace um yeah I, I i just love the idea of you know everybody is busy everybody has a lot going on so as soon as episodes drop you know I'm expecting not people not to listen to it right away. Um, but it's cool to be like, man, I can give content and I can give reactions to people. Cause I know some people have reached out to me about shows and about talking about shows. And I'm like, you know what? There are a lot of podcasts out there that do it. They do multiple episodes a week. And so I think we might have to, I might have to step my game up, but just a little bit uh, and see what happens. But you know, there are a few shows that I think, um, not all television shows, not all television shows. That's a lot. Um, but certain ones, you know, certain ones that catches the eye that goes, okay, this could be really fun to talk about. This could be really fun to dive into. Um, I'm definitely going to take a look at that. And yeah, Only Murders in the Building. It just came out. If you're a fan of it, you know it. Two episodes, The first two episodes of season three are already out. They released them at the same time. So a two-episode premiere. And I think it's part of me wants to say it's every Tuesday is when the episodes are coming out, but I can't can't be sure. So maybe that's on the docket for next week. Maybe I'll do two episodes, right? Uh, I think there's always there's always enough stuff to talk about, and and you know, with not talking about movies every week, it could be cool to get a TV show up on here and talk about what to watch. You know, thinking about you know. Secret Evasion, I wanted to talk about that. Haven't been able to get the the right people on to discuss that yet. Um, but we might have to do something leading up to Loki, which is the next Marvel series. But it's stuff like that where it's like, there's content out there, there's TV shows out there that people are going to really, really tune into. And it'd be really cool if you can talk about that on here. Um, so yeah, stay tuned. I'm We're going to keep working on that. Um, this has been super fun. I'm excited for the rest of the year, the slate. Uh, the next two weeks is, I think next week is Blue Beetle DC movie. Eh. Um, it looks like it could be fun. I'm curious to see how much money that makes um, with it being another superhero movie. And not only that, it's another superhero movie that's not by Disney. It's by um, Warner Brothers, right? They just produced The Flash. They just put out The Flash and that didn't do well. So I'm intrigued on how that does. New racing movie. It's coming out later at the end of the uh, not year, end of the month. Gran Turismo, uh, based off of the best-selling racing game on PlayStation, I believe. That comes out at the end of the month, and I'm excited to talk about that one. Um, as always, I appreciate the love. I appreciate the support. I appreciate y'all listening. Um, and we're gonna keep this going and we're gonna we're gonna add more content. We're gonna just add more and and as always, watch it watch I'm 
not watch excuse me listen at your own pace i appreciate the listens even if it's like man i'm three weeks behind and i haven't listened to episode uh what episode seven yet my man (laughs) my man my sister it is okay uh listen to this content at your own pace i appreciate the love i appreciate the support when people do it you know it doesn't have to be on the day of or within that week it can be a little bit later because life is crazy but i appreciate all y'all y'all stay safe out here and i will see y'all next week peace thank you all again for joining me today on the real table Make sure you follow and share this podcast with anybody that loves movies or somebody that wants to just know more about the movie culture. Thank you so much. Once again, you can also follow me on Instagram at the real table pod. You can follow me on Twitter at the real table. Once again, thank you all so much. I'll see you all soon.